0: welcome this is the all or nothing show Ooh. and uh we got a, a whole pile of people in here today it is cinco de mayo guys we're gonna start Woo-hoo! this one off with Woo-hoo! some margs some margaritas cheers they tightened up a little bit
1: <laughs> i think it's like the mezcal though it's a different flavor like if you mm-hmm. it is. smell it like it smells like that
2: yeah is that like smoky me
1: me too yeah so we used mezcal instead of regular tequila which because austin's wife sarah got it
0: and and she was like oh y'all should try it because obviously she bought it yeah whatever
1: it's not like the burn of tequila though, which I do like, and I can understand what yeah. you meant. Yeah, it's so
0: smoother. I forgot. You know, just, like yeah. I said, I don't really listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say like because yeah. you know how
1: big Patron is, and they're like Patron's the best or whatever. But if you look at the like what is in Patron, it's not a hundred percent agave. Yeah, I never looked. But it. it's like you know top notch. Like yeah. Whatever top you. Okay.
0: Um, what's that other one? Not Patron. Um, not the dot. Eighteen hundred. We gotta no, not that we got a dot. Don Julio, maybe it's like 150 bucks a bottle type yeah. deal. Yeah, something stupid. Yeah, it's the last There's tequila a bunch I had. Of I didn't buy it, but uh,
2: is it Migos? Migos?
3: Oh, maybe. yeah, Migo? seen Migos? That is that Mm-mm. from
0: the rappers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, I know it's
2: expensive as well when you go out, so
3: yeah, hmm. I never say it right, but Espolón is what we have. Espolón is what we have at home. <laughs> nice,
2: <laughs> sounds good. Sounds I'm fancy. Not, I'm
1: really, truly not picky when it comes to tequila. As long as I have a lime and some salt, I'm good. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's what makes a margarita. At least, is yeah. Like the flavor, like the mm-hmm. flavoring. Yeah. Know? And the salt and the lime and right. Shit. You know the tequila. Yeah. I, they could put bottom. They could put whiskey in it probably, and I wouldn't notice. Oh, they it up on but you <laughs> know. know <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Was it- so, have you ever had a Christmas before?
2: banger? The T. Uh, the TNS banger. Yeah. Is that what they ran, they ran out of tequila because they were they were making margaritas and they started using vodka. Yeah. And I was yeah. I was still crushing those things. They still taste great. I, mean, I got vodka can go almost based, anything,
0: right? Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. I, I mean it's it is what it is, but I feel like vodka, you can almost Burstful. mix anything. Very
1: versatile. When yeah. I was trying to watch what I was I when I go out, like, you know, I'm not trying to drink like heavy yeah. whatever. And so I used to drink vodka waters and people were like so disgusted with me about it. And it really is like what? a vodka with water, water. yeah and can like
0: I turn this tv off that's what i was oh listening to shoot yeah we can turn it off
1: okay, i forgot it was on um no but like i would always have to have like a lime and lemon with mine or like an orange slice or something but
3: it was because i was watching my calories that's what my neighbor has so yeah my neighbor behind me we always talk at the fence and she's always got that like is a so cute oh my gosh <laughs> i want neighbors i could talk on the, <laughs> the fence with well, she, when, we, when we went to barbados uh the drinks next door at the bar were a dollar fifty a pop, Jeez. like U.S. Oh, dollars, shit. and so we were getting pineapple juice and rum. Yeah, and it was killer. It was so good. It was the best thing ever. Dollar fifty, <laughs> oh, yeah. and we were hammering them things down. That's
0: wild. All day. That's the greatest thing. It's obviously down south, right? Barbados is. Oh yes, yeah. South like America, far south Central in the Caribbean. Okay, get, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, well, we went. Uh, me and my wife Sarah, we went to Cuba. We did this. Well, a, a few spots are like this up and down the road. Like, you pull off the highway and they have these like mixed drinks. Stop. Wait, you're not supposed to drink and drive, but like, <laughs> people just pull off and have a drink though. Like, right. it's for real. Wow. And uh, you pull up, you pay like a dollar, two dollars. They give you a coconut that's fresh cut, and then they pass you the bottle of rum and you pour your own rum. So, like, there's no like limit. There's no, it's oh, like shit. they have like eight bottles of rum. Know. You just grab one, mix your so drink. So, do
1: they just charge you
3: for the coconut?
0: you buy the coconut the rum you pour the rum in it yourself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They
3: literally give away alcohol mm-hmm. in the islands. Like it they do not. They know when people get a little tipsy, they start <laughs> to spend
1: a lot of money. Yeah, right? So
0: how many coconuts you buying?
1: <laughs> Cuz I know like I'm pretty sure in Mexico um I can't, the last time I went was Cancun, but they um like you go into like stores and stuff and they just give you shots of tequila. For yep. free. They just walk in, they're like, here you go, like a tray just welcoming you into the store. That's
0: like the perfect like mint, though, you know? Like, yeah. You, you give that little cherry. And, and it's then... not
1: like huge shots, or whatever. It's like a little tiny plastic cup, but, that, but it's a shot of tequila.
0: It gets you in a vibe. You're yes. like, oh shit. For sure. Right, let's, let's go. Let's keep this going. Yeah. Let's buy some.
1: I mean, it's warm <laughs> outside. You're feeling good. Yeah. I mean, the more Damn. tequila, the more I'm going to spend. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, these nice people. It's not like that in the U.S. So, like, you go there and you're like, these are people are so nice like
3: i'm definitely gonna spend some money in this store mm. i mean how much are you gonna pay for a drink here at right. a restaurant
0: it's been a while but i would assume 10 10 plus dollars easy i think they're about 14 now. yeah
3: they're so expensive yeah, yeah. yeah we were paying a dollar 50 in Barbados.
1: i mean you go to like a squirrels game and it's probably like 14 dollars for a like a tall beer? Beer. Yeah. Yeah. a tall
3: beer yeah
1: yeah crazy
0: well not that this show is uh all about is <laughs> a alcohol a liquor show <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, I, honestly, I
0: mean, Cinco de Mayo, so we're having a good time. Right, right, right. Um, But Peggy, she is on here today. She's one of our special guests and uh, would love to dive into your fitness, which I think a lot of people, even after I posted that, a lot of people DM me like, oh, how long has she been left in? How what? Is, like, where does she train? You know, blah, blah, blah. After I posted that video that we collaborated on mm-hmm. I to, and to talk because the people that are watching don't know what we're talking about. But uh, to get into like, how long have you been working out and sort of what are your what are your goals as you move into you know you had mentioned the last time we were together that you wanted to start with your fitness reaching out to women and empowering women and uh, sort of your future goals or vision with that but first off how did you get into fitness and how long ago
3: so I've been working out for probably a decade I That's what I told people. Yeah, I likely ruined or delayed the first three or four years because I listened to the wrong people or did it for all the wrong reasons. Um, But once I came around to the fact that the way it made me feel and the confidence I was able to build by working on myself, I was really hooked. And from there, the results just kind of happened naturally. And when people ask me, I always get a little like stumbled with my words because I didn't really pay attention. I just did it. Yeah. Um, And I just did what felt good for me and what I enjoyed and from there it just really like took off so I don't have like a secret answer or like a go-to like answer that when people ask me um but uh overall I think the key for me was just figuring out what it was that I liked about it like what would I enjoy what did I want out of it instead of like what did I see on social media or yeah. what was someone else doing you yeah. know
1: did you start by like doing like watching videos or like did you have a trainer or no I've
3: never had a trainer you just like
1: walked in and you were like all right I'm gonna start using these
3: machines well so my husband um I had just started dating him and he worked out like three hours a day and was this beefy guy when we first started dating um and so I would go and walk on the treadmill and at first I thought cardio was like the way to go right like I was always on the treadmill and I would like watch him and then it was just one day I just I was like I want to go lift weights I want to do something and I started out just lifting like five pound, ten pound dumbbells, and my form was probably awful. I didn't yeah. have Everybody anyone to tell yeah. me anything different. Stop <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, but I mean, it probably—I don't know how many times I quit for a couple weeks mm-hmm. because the results just didn't come like I thought they would. I mean, you hear that six weeks of doing this, and you can look like me. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, every six weeks, eight weeks, I'm like, well, I ain't looking like that, right. so this ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I, I get would quit that. for a couple of weeks, but in that couple of weeks, what I realized every time I did it was that I, I always felt better when mm-hmm. I was doing it. So it really didn't come down to, like, how I wanted to look. It came down to how I was feeling. Yeah. So I would just go back, and I would just keep kicking my own butt, and it just expanded from there. But I have tried – everything from CrossFit to boot camp classes to just mm-hmm. lifting on my own, more cardio, um, hit, and, you know, hit workouts, yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Just figured out what I liked. And I didn't know that's what I was doing. Yeah. Like when I tried different things and was like one the classes or just working out on my own or, I mean, I just did it and whatever felt good. I just kept doing it. Yeah. So. And 10
1: years work. ago is like so different than now. Like now yeah. you have it on your phone. Like you can literally pay like a certain amount of mon- money a month and like have somebody on your phone just like train you or like they have uh nike videos on netflix and stuff like that and i mean like it's just at your fingertips like you don't even have to go into a gym
0: i think it's pretty cool that you mentioned that like you've tried everything you've dabbled in everything at least you know you didn't really know what you were doing when you started which no one really does Mm -hmm. you know and you just jump in and just figure it out as you go but the reason that it's you know you've had 10 years and you still do it it It's that saying and I'm probably gonna butcher it, is the person who likes to walk is going to get more result than the person that likes the end result. Do you know what I'm saying? I think I'm butchering that, but like the person that likes Yeah. You know, the the person that enjoys walking is always gonna walk further than the person that's just working for, you know, a particular thing. Yeah. So you enjoy lifting. You show up every day, you do it and you you do the things you enjoy while you're lifting and the results come because of that, not because you're a competitor or you're training for bodybuilding or powerlifting CrossFit whatever you just enjoy lifting you show up and the results come because you enjoy what you do Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people want to box themselves in mm-hmm. sometimes and or yeah. you know follow a particular training oh I only do bodybuilding, or oh I only do powerlifting when you can do a little bit of everything and still get great results absolutely mm-hmm. yeah
3: I actually recommend that I mean I could have cut off like I said three or four years of time and I could have been where I'm at now three years ago if I had just started out with what I would enjoy and what I liked. And, but instead I got distracted by other things, but I tell people all the time, if you can focus in on what it is you enjoy and what your goal is, it's different for everybody. Yeah. Then you will get results quicker and you will find like what works best for you a lot quicker than most people. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cause I mean, even I'm sure over those 10 years you've evolved. Like I feel like I have and Jake <laughs> and you know, we started off bodybuilding, but now I don't, care if I bodybuild some days I'll go in and I'll do hit circuits or some days I'll just ride the bike yeah. you know I, I just you you I feel like I've grown the most and I've I don't know if I per se look the best but I felt the best and I feel like I've performed my best and I don't know I feel optimal per se as a human being now that I've sort of opened my my doors to not focusing or putting myself in a box like that you know
3: absolutely yeah I agree.
0: what about uh, over the t- past 10 years you've obviously I think I've had people mention this, and not particularly towards you, but just in general, a lot of females that I've either worked with with training and or just hit me up because they know I train. It's like, oh, uh, well, I don't want to work out too hard, or I don't want to lift the heavy weights because I'm gonna get, I don't want to get uh, buff, or I don't want to mm-hmm. get jacked. I want to get gosh. with me saying that me over ten years, people, a lot of chicks have obviously. And I want to say a lot. Like people have reached out saying, "Oh man, she was looks jacked." Blah blah blah. Where did she train? What did she train? Blah blah blah. And would you would you say, "Oh, it's just easy. You just that muscle just came on. Your shape just came on. Your figure just." No, nothing's ever the heavy weight, you know. Yeah, Yeah. so Uh, that that shit doesn't happen by accident. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't happen. So many people that I train or either I talk to, especially female, are like, "No, I don't want to get too big. I don't want my neck to get too big, or I don't want my waist to get too big, or you know, I don't, I don't want to get all bulky." It's like that's an insult, you know, to to chicks that are really trying and like or that have and look great, and they're like, "Oh, it's just oh, I'm going to lift a couple heavy weights and look like you?" Hell Mm -hmm. no,
3: no, never. Uh, And there takes a lot more um, between nutrition and some other things to get truly jacked, I would say. Um, It's sometimes stuff that's not like necessarily natural, right? And I've I've had so many people ask me. So you're not natural. I am natural. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I get that all the time. And that one is more of an insult to me. And it's not because I think people who do use things uh, that help with progress is bad. I think there's a right way to use them. Um, yeah. But for me in my journey and what I take pride in is that I have never used anything yeah. um, to fasten the results, right? Like I've never done fat burners, I've never done weird supplements. Um, obviously, I only use GymFlow overcoming pumps. That's you know not. That a, in there. That's uh-huh. not an ad, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> not an ad. It is the best. Uh, let me get you closer now that you're talking about <laughs> GymFlow. Turn <laughs> <and> that <laughs> mic <up. laughs> Um But yeah, I don't. I don't. I haven't used anything like that ever. And so when people have said things and it just that irritates me the most because I do know how hard I've worked to get to where I am and it's not easy. But I had a mentor one time um on a different topic but he was like why do you think you deserve this like abundant life you keep saying you want and i was like because i work hard yeah he's like why is it got to be hard like shit i yeah. don't know <laughs> like you tell me everybody says hard work pays off i've been living my life by that yeah. like and he's like it doesn't have to be hard it can be easy it just depends on how you look at it right and so I won't say it was easy to get to where I am, obviously, but as soon as I stopped looking at everything as it had to be hard for it to be worth it, it became easier. And I think that is like one of the key components to my success so far in all areas of my life is that I stopped letting these things that happened in my past condition me to be a type of human. And I started digging deeper to like, what does Peggy want from this? what does Peggy like about that yeah. instead of what did my friend when I was younger do that made me go, Oh, I might want to do that. Or like, yeah. where is it internally intuitively? Where is it like aligning with me and who I am and what I want? And Damn. that goes with fitness, yeah. you know, career, work, relationships, kids, family, whatever. Yeah.
0: And that I, I get it too, though. Like I, I, just, I still feel like I'm in that like journey, especially with lifting or exercising. Like what, like what, what do I want to do? What what make like makes me feel good? Which obviously I true pick and choose that now with, you know, training outside of the bodybuilding aspect that I've used to be in. I still like to train that way, but it's it's cool to hear like and sort of reflect after you just said that like how you do evolve and you know you you, mm-hmm. you find out like what you want and what I don't know. It's really cool to hear that.
3: Well, yeah. if we think about it, you know, we're not taught growing up. We're not taught a lot of the things that we come across in no. our thirties and forties and fifties. Um, and so when you evolve and you start opening up your mind to these other concepts that aren't normal, you can't help but to ask like, well, what is it that I want? Yeah. You know, we live to please other people and we live to like get these careers or these like degrees or whatever that society has like pressured us to do, get married, have kids, do all the things. Um, when you start to question it, like there's there's no way around. You yeah. have to ask like, Oh, well, I'm questioning it now. Like, what do I want? But yeah.
0: yeah. And I heard getting on sort of that same realm is like, I'm, I forgot who I heard say it, but somebody was talking about like dreaming and like, you know, I was like, and they dug a little deeper than that. I was like, I don't think I've ever, like, I guess maybe when I was a kid, when you say a oh, dream would be of like an astronaut or a firefighter or something like that, which I, I don't want to say that that's like, Oh, that's far fetched or whatever. Cause you can do what you want, but it's like, yeah. When's the last time you've actually, like, dreamed about doing something? You know, or, like, dreamed, uh, you know, what your next five years would be like or ten years would be like, or what do you truly want to do? Do you want to just, you know, just show up every day? And Which I i don't think I'm living my life that way yet yeah. to the 100% fullest of, like, oh, man, I'm, I'm like, dreaming every day. I'm, I'm pursuing these thing, big things. But at the same time, I, I do have that in the back of my head some days where I'm like, damn, I'm thinking – I'm not thinking big enough sometimes and i'm not it also takes action too so it's it's a it's a learning to you know allow my my head to think bigger than what i'm doing what i currently am but also realizing hey you also gotta take that step that first step to you know either get towards those big goals whether it be outside of fitness your life relationships whatever um and i just thought it was wild when you say just dream i was like man it's so simple to say but I don't know how to dream, you know. Like yeah. everybody, you, you get desensitized. Like I mean, think about it. Like dream, like you can be whatever you want to be. Do you? What do you want to do? And it's like, well, I don't truly know what I want to do. And it's like, shit. How do you dream? Like you know, it's yeah. like you lose that. I guess over time, you just fall into the monotonous monotony of life. And yeah, it can happen.
1: Well, I think too. Like growing up, at least when we were younger, like certain jobs and stuff like just weren't really like talked about it was yeah. like you're gonna be a doctor or going accountant <laughs> yeah yeah no for sure to like you gotta go to college gotta like that was college. always getting that debt getting that debt that was always <laughs> yeah and i went to college and i'm in debt and i don't i mean luckily i did get a degree in art which i do drawings and stuff for Hey, um, if you guys want to draw, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I really do need you to draw my yeah. dog. Uh, no, I was, well, we'll I was just thinking, that. I was like, I bet Peggy would want me to draw I her dog. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: listen, if you do check it out, I'm going to throw her, her uh, yeah. Instagram and social media down in the description. It's really good drawing. Yeah,
1: it's pretty in pencil. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do like drawings of cats, dogs, animals, people, whatever. But And luckily I did, I learned so much in college with that. But I took business management classes as a business management major for over three and a half years so and then I switched it to art so I lost so so many credits had to take more years in school and like I wish I would have just done that off the bat but that wasn't something that you could do like personally like that wasn't like a career so growing up like I never knew like oh I should take be it go to like art school like I never even thought about that yeah so that i don't i think that's so different now too like now it's i mean you can be an influencer on social media that's yeah. a that's a career and like that wasn't something that we had back i mean we didn't have social media so it's like i don't know maybe things are starting to change i think maybe like when we raise reese like we're definitely not gonna like push college on her he never went to college and i did and he was making a lot more money at a younger age than i was so i mean
0: get her on the tiktok and only fans she'll be good <laughs> <laughs>
1: uncle austin there'll be some rules right <laughs> feet,
0: only. feet only yeah oh. feet only no, uh. <laughs> no uh. damn that's pretty good
1: but yeah i should that just like it wasn't a thing but yeah i mean i loved college it was a great experience don't get me wrong i had so it was indip- radford uh-huh. yeah so i mean i had a lot of independence at a young age and it was wild but Real well yeah. <laughs> I went to a <laughs> yeah. They're crazy. It was they wild. are nuts. Yeah. I mean it was it was like a free for all, but I mean you literally just like walk up on people's porches and they'd be like, Yeah, come in for a keg bar you don't yeah. even know who they are. I mean that is wild to think about and that if like be... if Reese ever tried to do that now I'd be like, absolutely not. But Yeah, a
0: lot of the shit. Not right. i didn't see like anything wild or like bad but like there was a lot of just wildness yeah. even 10 12 years ago when I, I didn't go to tech but i went to tech to party and, yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah same thing like it just was like always holy shit, up there.
2: i had a blast of radford and tech every time i went
1: yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's just a bunch of people your age drinking and like having a good time yeah. so i mean that's crazy to me. I honestly feel like people shouldn't be able to go to college until they're at least twenty-four. I mean, <laughs> I was like, gonna say that.
3: I don't think. Yeah. I don't think people know at eighteen. Yeah. What they might even want to do, and I feel like it takes a little bit of time and experience before yeah. you can like yeah. really even know yeah. a little bit about that. But, I mean, can we talk about the club days? Like cha chas, off the oh, yeah. hooka, yeah. Come on now.
1: Yeah. I mean, crazy.
3: Damn. Yeah, those were the days. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I
0: have this offside note. I think it's funny, a funny story. And it's always cool to bring back up. But Jake and I went to Off the Hookah one night. I think it was Off the Hookah, where the Carlotte, or it's CarMax or whatever it used to be. It's like two levels to it. It had a basement. It was, off the, but was we, off the Hookah. It Off the Hookah. We went to Off the Hookah one night, and we, I don't know how, we didn't even like talk how we were going to get home, but. I drove, I think we were going to get an Uber, maybe like sleep in the no, car. I, think, I don't I remember. think
2: I drove and we parked in, I parked in a parking deck. Yeah.
0: Well, anyways, long night, lots of drinks. And uh, I, I don't remember how it ended, except I woke up while well, I was like in and out as I was paying a homeless man, 60 bucks, <laughs> $60, oh. everything out of my pockets to walk me like three blocks to where Nicole, our sister used to live, where she did not live. But I just remember that she used to live there, and then I also then got a taxi from there. What I could have gotten a taxi from off the hookah to go to my apartment in Mechanicsville.
2: You had to get your bearings straight, yeah. So I paid a homeless man sixty bucks
0: to walk me like three blocks to a place to get a taxi when I could have gotten a taxi there. I
2: know. I woke well. I remember I woke up in my truck in the parking deck, and you weren't around. I don't know where you. What happened? We got split up (laughs) somehow. I got
0: taxi home yeah got yeah good times very that was, yeah. but uh, so, what is your goals with? I know we talked a little bit, maybe can start from scratch, um, you have some big goals with fitness now that you've been in it for over a decade, figuring out how it's fit into your life and made your life for the better, you know, giving you some great habits and discipline are are you going to be turning that into something to where you're, you know, uh building a brand out of it it sounds like or a business to where you're going to be able to help other, you know, like-minded women that maybe need some structure or discipline in their lives or something like that? Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah. I I have somewhat of a vision. It changes and evolves yeah. about the day, but uh I would like to combine all of my passion, uh passions, travel, fitness, health, nutrition, mindset. I'd like to combine them all and it would be really cool to host retreats for women who are interested in all of these topics and hold, you know, sessions at these yeah. retreats, usually on beautiful islands, that would be what I prefer. But, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Yep, to talk about these things and then to work out together and to, you know, um, grow with each other. So yeah. everything I do is absolutely with that intention to make an impact and to inspire. I don't like the word influence or... Yeah. I go say, for yeah. the inspire yeah. word because... Yeah. For me, my job and my job and my intentions never to like influence someone to do what I'm doing. It's to inspire someone to find what works best for them, so that they can be their best version. Um, but yeah, hopefully this will all kind of come together full circle, and I'll be able to offer um, a lot more of experience through travel, adventure, yeah. health, fitness, mindset. It really kind of all goes together. Anyways. It's
0: parallel for yeah. sure. You know, yeah. though we can't have one without the. other. I'm sure you can. You can be successful in business, and but like be yeah. out of shape, but you know are you truly are you truly fulfilling your life and maybe those around you inspiring living by example, whether you have family, friends, whatever children yep. uh you know letting yourself go, but you know obviously maybe crushing a business or not, or maybe that's what's holding you back is because you just lack discipline and everything yeah um which is really cool, and I think you when you mentioned not being an influencer and sort of inspiring, you're already obviously doing that now. You know, um, just being an example, It's something I have it written at the office, but I I try and I don't like read it religiously, like affirmations or something like that every day, but I'll, I'll see it and it'll spark. In the mirror. When, when when I will say, and it's like on a real note, like when I do, I talk myself out of doing these hard ass rides all the time. I'll talk myself out of working out like everybody does, but I'll see this and it says, you're only as good as the example you set." you can talk shit all day. Your talk is cheap. Are you the example? You're leading by example. Mm-hmm. You can talk, but like people are watching. If you bullshit yourself out of something, then you, you aren't shit. You right. know? So you're only as good as the example you set. And I think that goes for you as well. You're, you are, you know, living the lifestyle. You are not just talking, but you're also the example that people, not people should live by, but should, people should find inspiration out of. Yeah, you know? for sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Man. yeah.
3: Speaking of. Speaking of traveling, where are you going next? Uh, actually, less than two weeks, we'll go back to St. John, uh, my husband and I. So Man. I'm excited. We go there every year, sometimes twice a year. So
1: Peggy travels all the time, and it just makes me... It's
2: nice to see you on, online. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you online. Yeah. I watch yeah. on Instagram, and it's the closest... We live back here. way
1: beach, through, to Peggy. Yeah.
0: When you uh when <laughs> You guys tra- are welcome
3: to join in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you have like particular amounts of times you like to travel or particular like seasons that you travel? You're just sort of like, all right, we're just this year we have this many lined up, or it's like, oh, only in the winter we travel here.
3: No, I mean, when I sat down at the end of December, beginning of January, and said it's time to look at this year and do what I want, I said I'm traveling somewhere once a month. And that's what I've been doing. It's worked out actually. Um, My husband only gets two weeks of PTO. So we get creative doing like extended weekend things together here and there. But I do love to travel with girlfriends. I do retreats um, and try to travel with some other friends and things like that. I also have a, a, a goal of traveling solo this year. It seems every time I plan a solo trip, my husband's like, okay, I'll go. I'll make it work with work. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's Sounds my goal is yeah. to travel like at least once a month this year. And it doesn't have to be something extravagant. Yeah. Um, So when you say travel like in an extravagant way like somewhere international or like across the country or something like that i would my goal is at least three to four times a year um but ultimately i'd like to do that more too so long term we're talking big stuff so oh
0: yeah when so what's out of all the trips let's say internationally what where's your like top pick that you've been you've been to
3: that's so tough but um i would have to say bermuda is definitely at the top yeah I did not get to go to Bermuda for the last few years, just COVID stuff. And so we've been going to St. John a lot because St. John's a USVI; it's United States Virgin Island. It didn't have as many restrictions during COVID, and you don't even need a passport to travel there. I shouldn't be telling you this because I don't want it to get busy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't go there. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I would say um, Maldives and French Polynesia were like Maldives. really amazing trips. Yeah,
0: it, that's like the hut shit, right, on the water.
3: Both of them were over water. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Maldives. With glass floors. That's I awesome. Just, damn, I'm oh, trying to
0: yeah. think. Maldives and Bora Bora. That's <laughs> Where, point, right? That's where we stayed. Yeah. Well, so when we went
3: to French Polynesia, we actually hopped around seven different islands. It was like so magical. Yeah, each one was so very different. Like I definitely recommend when you go out and travel somewhere like that. Like that was my only regret with Maldives. We stayed on one tiny little island for our entire eleven days, and I oh, almost wish we would have just split it and gone like two different places. Yeah. yeah. So French Polynesia, we went to seven different islands, and it was just truly an experience and an adventure. And. Every time I travel, it's funny when friends travel with us always give them the heads up, guys. We're going out, we're going to explore, we're going to hike, we're going to yeah. enjoy, snorkel. We're
1: not going to sit by the pool all day every no. day. Yeah. Maybe yeah. one of
3: the days. Yeah. I I can give up one Ooh. day for that. But yeah. we definitely like go all over the island and yep. explore and things mm-hmm. like that. And some of my friends aren't all for it, but some of them are. So, yeah. and that's fine. I yeah. I tell people who come to me about travel advice all the time. I'm like, what do you want right because if you want the all-inclusive resort and you don't want to have to worry about a rental or going out or doing anything absolutely i understand that like we can figure that out no big deal but if you want to explore and see the island and you know get the culture and do all the things you know then that 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 means picking a really good place i mean if
1: you're spending that much money to go over there you might as well do it you know like that's my Mm -hmm. and i can understand like the intimidation factor is like it's a country you don't know like it's things that you're not comfortable with but like Those can be, like, the best trips. trips. And so, and, like, that's another thing that I feel like people, when you're younger, too, like, my parents, like, never traveled and, like, took us places. Like, my stepdad worked, he works for, or he used to work for a nuclear power plant. And it was based, the main one was based in Paris. So, like, he would fly all, uh, Japan, like, he would go all over the place. But, like, me, personally, like, I never, and my parents, Mm. they're not going to pay all this money for their, take their kids, too, which is, like, I get it. It's expensive. But... And, you know, it's not a vacation when you have kids with you. I get that. We we traveled with a two-month-old to to the lake, and, like, it was so much. Yeah,
2: the the week we spent on vacation last summer with a two-month-old was no vacation.
1: (laughs) Gosh. Which two months is really little, but, like, just in general, you can't, like, enjoy it as much. But that's also, like, growing up, it wasn't, like, you're, like, I hope you have an inspiration to travel. Like, that wasn't really, Mm -hmm. it was, like... Go somewhere, like meet somebody, have a house and a family, and like that's it. Like nobody ever talked about it, really. I don't know, unless yeah. it, it was talked about in your house. I don't know, but it wasn't talked about no. in ours. No,
2: our dad used to. He still tries to go. He he goes to Virginia Beach <laughs> yeah. every year, the same hotel down don't there, switch it up. down hey, don't there switch it up. by the the where cold. the the fishing yeah. boats come in, and they go down there every. They used to go down there every single year. So that yeah, that's that's what we have in our yeah. our family. Yeah.
3: Speaking of <laughs> dreams and growing up, not to get, like, too deep or emotional on you guys, but this is something I usually don't talk about, so I'm going to throw it out there. I grew up in the state foster care system, and I say state because that meant somebody who didn't want me got me. And my brother. We were together for the first, like, 11 years of my life. He, he's four years older than me. But when you talked about the fact that, like, you don't, you didn't know about dreaming or how mm-hmm. to dream. No. When I was asked at a retreat last year, I went to, you know, what did, what, what did you dream when you was like, when you were a kid, what did you dream about? Like, that's what I want you to shoot for. That's what she was telling us, like, go for that. And I was like, I, I never had permission to dream. I didn't, I, I didn't even know life existed on the other side. Like when we talk abuse and neglect and every form of all of the trauma, that's what my brother and I went through. And I just can't remember ever thinking I had an actual chance at life. And so when my brother turned 18, he got custody of me. And I remember you guys, this is not to get like emotional and spiritual, but I remember looking up at the sky and I'd never been taught about God or spiritual stuff at all. And I remember looking up and just being like, thank you. Whoever, however that happened, thank you. And I think that was probably the first moment in my life where I was like, I gotta do something better. I gotta do something like bigger. And I don't know, I mean, I was just created that way. People, I'm the 2% of, I'm the statistic, 2% people make it out of the foster care system and do something with their life, 2%. And that's my goal for every area of my life now is I want to be in the top 2%. Top 2% yeah. financially, health-wise, you know, everything. Yeah. And so <coughs> I just, I always look back at that, and I don't know what it was. People ask all the time, like, how did you do it? Or, like, I, again, don't have anything specific, but I think it's a mindset thing. And I think once you experience trauma and you go through really deep like things like that you either have a choice to follow what it is you know of what you've seen and what you've experienced or to try to go the opposite way because it's not something that you want yeah. and I guess that's kind of where I was when I was picking paths yeah. um but yeah I didn't I didn't know how to dream either so at 34 years old I finally told myself you have permission to dream it was actually last year so I was 33 and I sat down and I wrote <laughs> out like what what was my dream? Like, yeah. what really honestly seemed dreamy to me? I still haven't, like, narrowed that down. Like, you, I struggle with that. Yeah. Um. But only because, like, what we see on TV and what we hear about is dreamy still gets in there sometimes. I'm like, well, okay, oh, I, yeah. I could live on an island, right. and I could take my dog, <laughs> and we could just swim every day. And then I go, okay, well, let me... Bring it back. Like, what do I really care and love? Right. Like, I don't want to just go live on an island by myself. Like, right. Right. Yeah. So I want to include the people I love, my mm-hmm. husband and my dog, and like, what can we do together that's impactful? That's dreamy. Yeah. Right? yeah. So sometimes you have to take yourself out of the movie. Right. Right.
0: That's yeah. I think I'm because when when I first heard that statement, dreaming and like, what do you dream about, stuff like that, it's like. It All of it was like uh, material, mm-hmm. like, oh, cars, house. Mm-hmm. But like, I couldn't think past that because like, it's like movie-esque. Yep. It's like, oh, I want the nice car, you know, the badass house or like, you know, business, properties, whatever. And it's like, well, I, I don't think that's exactly, which I think are good things. They're great, like motivators yeah. and like uh, things to shoot for. Because if obviously you're able to bring that into your life, you're doing something right. But right. I, I just still can't like pinpoint sort of. If, if that's right, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, it seems very blurry, like murky. When you say like dream, yeah. it's like, all right, well, where do I start? Do I start with like a spider web and like, yeah. thing? like, yeah. like, like things? Like I don't, I don't, I just yeah. wouldn't know. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in the same boat with you
2: on that. It's just like I, I I have no idea. Like growing up, I mean, I thought I remember going through high school and everything, and I I, just, I wanted to be a mechanic. That's that wasn't yeah. like a dream. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do because I like working on cars. But then. Now I'm 38. I, I don't work on cars, and um, I don't really. I don't. Have, I don't know what I would dream about. Yeah, I mean, now, that's what I'm saying. Now I've got, you know got a little family, so not, that's my. Not, I don't know if it's a dream, but it's more like a goal where I just have to show up every day and make and, that was a and, and try. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I mean, that was a I didn't have it. I didn't have anything before. You know, dream wrench I remember sweater. when Jake told me he was having a baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was <laughs> definitely. I wasn't. You know, it wasn't expected. But um, no. So now I'm. You know, my my goal is to take care of us. Yeah. So that's, which
0: I mean, it, it can always evolve, right? I mean, yeah. I don't think you ever have to be stuck but like, I think with I, one thing. Yeah. But I feel like I
2: should still. Dr- well, yeah, you dream, should. though. you so should. You like, should. At
0: least allow yourself to think I, about it. I, I which, dream every day of
2: being on the golf course. Hey, that's <laughs> a dream though. Yeah, it, is. it
3: is. How could you? Factor in, like, how much golf time would you want to have in your life? Yeah. Keeping in mind that your family's priority, right? Yeah. Definitely. So, like, how mu- how many days would you like to go golfing, dreamy-wise? Seven. Every day? Oh, every day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, then oh, where, where could you live where you would have the ability to go to an awesome, amazing, gorgeous golf course to go play golfing on? Where, where – what kind of salary, what kind of income, what kind of business, what kind of career? i be a
2: lot more than I'm making now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: And yeah. That, but that's what uh, stops people from dreaming. Yeah. Right there. The money piece is immediately why people stop dreaming. Because I would need this amount of money. Oh, and yeah. Of course, yeah. So let's change impossible. it to something more realistic. Yes. Yeah. And you bring yourself down. Yeah. You make your little itty-bitty goals and you're back mm-hmm. in that box, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And so I, I agree that money is one of the biggest issues in society and in our lives that do stop us from going big, right? We go home instead. But um, <laughs> I mean, in reality, money is important, but it isn't the main thing. And we can all be rich and wealthy and live an abundant life on the money that we have right now, if we choose to. Yeah. That's that's the truth. And I think when we talk abundance, when we talk money, or when we talk rich, It's not just about bank accounts. It's not Mm -hmm. just about money. It's about family. It's about, like, so that was the piece I was going to bring in earlier when we were talking about about dreams. Uh, We we all struggle with our dream, right? So then when you know that, you take a step back and you go, what's my top three to five values? Like, what are the top three to five values that you have? Because if you can narrow those things down, those are the things you're going to include in your dream. Mm -hmm. And then that dream actually does become a little more like Clear,
0: Yeah, you know, you have yeah. some like pinpoints yeah. or bullet points yeah. to like base your, yeah. your actions over. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I get it too. Like monetarily, that isn't like, shouldn't be the main dream or it doesn't have to be, you know, um, finding, you know, happiness or gratitude or, you know, uh, I guess purpose and w- what you have obviously. But I guess if you wanted to play golf that many times a day or not day week. Uh, I'm sure multiple <laughs> Don't have times, Don't have morning pay. and dinner, uh, <laughs> That's but anything like that, I, I didn't know I, that was an option. But <laughs> I think, you know, it, it takes, all right. Now I think where you're going and it just sort of clicks a little bit in my head is like, all right, well you have to make a little bit more if you wanted to be there. Well, all right, well, how do we make that more? Like figuring out, I guess what the goal is that like the macro goal and backwards planning yep. on how to get there. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. 10 I,
3: years and then backtrack.
0: All right. Well yeah. It's always you know it's, <laughs> it's you're just well, right. you're not yeah, it all, it's always you know Get back in your box. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. It's yeah. okay. Just talk like she just say, okay? Take it back.
0: Um yeah, I, I like that though. I, I like the uh, the the part of just not really having it to be about money, which, you know, money makes the world go round, yeah. makes things yeah. a lot easier. Right. Makes li it does make life uh, a little easier, but You know, I think a lot of people do overlook what they already have and what sort of what going back to what makes them happy, you know, whether it's the lifting, the little activities and decisions that you do throughout your day um, where you have like the inner peace of like, man, I'm taking care of myself no matter how like bad, I guess the world is going to shit, like shit you can't control, you know, other people's and shit like, all right, well, at least I'm, I'm taking care of me. I'm taking care of mine and Mm -hmm. you know, we're good, right? Yep. We have a tomorrow's a fresh day to try and push push the limit mm-hmm. you know, again. So that's real cool. Yeah.
3: yeah. So I heard this mentor of mine speak one time. She said, "Your circumstances create your thoughts. Your thoughts create your feelings, and your feelings create your actions. Your actions create your results." So although we not, may not always have control over our circumstances, we do have control over our thoughts, right? And yeah. then from there, it just trickles down, mm-hmm. and over time just always remember, too, you never know who you're going to meet. So just by being you and when you're in the gym or you're, you know, doing your job or mm-hmm. you're getting together with friends or whatever, you never know who you're going to meet that could change your life like that. And I've had a couple mentors in my life in the last year that have truly flipped my world upside down just by changing little simple things in the way I think and how – like, so I'll give an example. If your circumstance is that your boss is crappy or work is just shitty, right? Mm-hmm then your thought around that is going to be, man, work's going to suck today. Yeah, negative. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Negative. Then your feeling, I'm miserable. Oh, yeah. Now that feeling turns into your actions, shitty attitude, Yeah. all the lack of, yep. Yeah. And then what are your results? Stuck at a yeah. crappy job. But if you're in that crappy job and your thought is, I'm thankful I have a job, let me make the most of it today. Maybe I can do something extra today to add some value to prove to them that I can do ABC and someone else might see it. And then offer you a job or someone else then recommend you to someone out like you just never know yeah. where that yeah. goes and I think it's in the little details of each and every day where our thoughts where we can control our thoughts we may not always control our environments or our circumstances although I do think in a larger picture we can and we do have more control there than we think we do yeah. mm-hmm. but our thoughts I think are key to that and over time it breaks down in your actions and then that creates your results it's the same concept with when you're working out at the gym yeah yeah, yeah. 100%
0: like uh, uh my my some of my <coughs> clients that have a tough time with you know uh trying to lose weight or whatever they say oh well, i'm busy oh work oh you know homework blah blah blah, stress which i get it. everybody's got it yep. everybody you know mm-hmm. and it's in different forms but you know at the end of the day i keep reminding just like i every night i'm i'm not perfect and i i explain that to everybody especially with their goals it's like hey this is a long game you just have to be consistent you don't have to be perfect you know you can live life but you just have to be consistent every day with those actions. Those are little right decisions, you know, that we yeah. mentioned a while back. And, you know, you are the one in control of your hands and what you do, what you put into your mouth, what you read, what you watch, what you listen to. So, you know, and going back to, oh, I hate homework. Oh, I hate school. Now I'm pissed off. I need to eat. You know, it, it, it snowballs into like negative, that negative attitude into, or snowballs into other negative like. Decisions where you're just like, oh screw it, I'm stressed. I, food's gonna turn it around for me, you know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It, it just snowballs into other bad, negative things. But mm-hmm. usually, if if you if you push through and at least try and accomplish something, whether it's eating something right or getting that little extra walk in or doing something to better you, it, it snowballs usually into all right. Well, I'm on a roll now. I'm feeling that much better about myself. I feel accomplished because I. Ate what i was supposed to or i did that little walk when i didn't feel like it now i'm ready to crush whatever else is in front yeah. of me, you know the homework the school work whatever yeah so i can see where that like you know that one negative thought can throw like cancer into Everything, the rest of your yeah. day
1: yeah i think it too like when somebody goes to you to get fit or get healthier or whatever and then you say things like Oh, well, I mean, like, you're going to have to do the work, you're going to have to do this, like, you know, yeah, right, it then turns into, you're not going to make this easy on me, and like, they don't, they feel that pressure, and that, well, I have to be perfect, and it has, I have to eat this amount every day, and I have to be consistent, I have to go, and it's like, I want the easy way out, like, and then you see these, you know, ads or whatever. And Easy's it's like, gotten get you fat. to where yeah, you get are fit now. Yeah, doing, yeah. Get fat. Get fit doing whatever. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Get <laughs> But, yeah, but yeah, truly. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, but it's easy. Like the pills, like, hey, take this. Yeah. And it just melts your fat away. And it's like all this crazy stuff that people like try to go into. And then they do these fads, these like quick keto diets or whatever like i'm gonna fast for this amount and then all of a sudden they stop doing that for yeah a week two weeks and then all of a sudden there's no results at all and no. then they're pissed and then they're back doing the same thing if they had have started then doing what they were told would do if you do this and this you're gonna get here yeah and it's gonna make you feel better but it's like well, I don't. Can, can you just give me a shortcut kind of thing? But I like, like to
0: do it this way, or this is yeah. the way yeah. I've done it. This is what I like to eat. Well, well it's my not friend, about.
1: My friend Karen over here told me that she got skinny
3: doing this, Aww. and it's like, okay, well. Aww, nice. Yeah. Well, then
0: why are, we, why are you talking to me? Right, there? right, I'm right, right. right.
3: I think we need to just go ahead and throw it out there. Everybody's journey, their body, their yeah. lifestyles, their food, it's all different. Yeah. yeah. I, I said it the other day. I was on Instagram talking. I always like to talk. Um, I said, I could give you exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. exactly and it will still turn out different for you for sure. i think people just need like there's certain things you can do that will make it better that will yeah. give you a result but it's the result that fits you yeah and i think when people can fall in love with the journey of discovering themselves through fitness health nutrition whatever yeah like that's where the secret is it's actually not a secret because i just yeah. told you yeah. it's not a secret fall in love with yourself do it for yourself. Do it because of the way it makes you feel yeah. and how it gives you the confidence. Mm-hmm. We build that relationship with ourselves when we stay loyal to ourselves. If we say we're going to start an eight-week program, do the eight-week program. Yeah, give it full effort. Actually, let's talk about effort. I wanted to talk about that. How much do you guys think effort plays a part in like fitness results and life in general? Pretty, pretty 100%. big. Pretty big. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah and you effort, don't give any effort,
3: then. It's nothing, nothing
0: and I'm, I'm not even talking like as an effort as an intensity, but like effort is in like showing up every day and being like at least intentful, you know, not just going through the motions. And it doesn't have to be super intense, but at least intentful and making sure that you're showing yeah. up.
3: I agree. I tell people all the time, you want to go to the gym, go through the motions. That's what you're gonna get.
0: Yeah.
3: I mean, honestly, I don't. I, mean, I actually cannot remember a workout that I've had at least in the last five years where I didn't leave feeling like I kicked my own ass. Let's be real. Like, yeah. that's the effort I put in. Yeah. If you want results that are going to blow your mind, then you need to put in that kind of effort. Yeah. I am talking intensity with that one, yeah. I mean, but you, I agree consistency, right? You, like, yeah,
2: you get you get what you put in. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, if you half-ass it, you're getting half-assed yeah, results it's, it's with everything. So that's Yeah,
1: just, I agree. And I think, too, I like, think your, exactly. added, your attitude going into it, like... If somebody is, like, really upset and down and, like, not looking forward to it starting off, like, that's a huge – like, you're you're not – I feel like you're more likely to quit, whereas if you go start into it, like, this is going to be great. My life's going to change. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to gain muscle. I'm going to be happier. I'm going to be – I'm going to be able – like, some people – just being able to like walk upstairs and not feel winded Mm -hmm. or like you're gonna collapse. Like that could be a huge just doing that. Like I remember working, I worked at this company and me and a few girls, we would walk up and down seven flights of stairs two or three times. And like by the, I mean, we were like a couple months in and I was like, I feel so much better. Like I can get to this top of the steps twice, three times and not feel like I want to die. (laughs) And like that right there, it would help people so much just that is the kind of results i feel like somebody could really feel rather than be like okay well i've been doing this for six weeks and like i'm not skinny yet so what's going on but like being able to like do stuff like that i think is great having a positive attitude going into it instead of I have to work out because i'm
3: I'm overweight or well, whatever what we said earlier, your circumstances create your thoughts mm-hmm. if your thoughts are ah, oh, this workout's gonna suck, yeah, what do you think you're gonna feel like right? You're yeah. not gonna try as hard. the
1: effort part is gonna be gone, Dawn. like you're gonna be like looking at the clock the whole time, I just can't wait to be done, mm-hmm. yeah when i do a really good workout i'm like that was so good like yeah oh my afterwards gosh. it's worth it no doubt yeah. like during it you might feel like you're yeah. dying right but, but it, did you die though <laughs> at the end of your workout <laughs> if you feel die. the exact same as when you started you probably didn't do a very yeah. good workout so i mean and sometimes those days do happen you're just like yeah. i'm gonna keep moving my body it might not be the best but like i'm gonna get through it and just doing that is great but like definitely the effort part like you
3: gotta try like yeah. Not yeah, it just doesn't happen. No. Imagine know? not no. putting effort into your marriage. Yeah. Or into your kids. Or into your job. hmm Or anything. And it does, it does happen. <laughs> yeah.
2: For real.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, it does yeah. happen.
1: It's just, just, yeah. Some people just...
3: I get it. I mean, you know. So you touched a lot on mindset. Let's mm-hmm. talk mindset. Because I feel like... I think the big first step is mindset, right? If your head's not in the game. Mm-hmm. Right? So how... How do you guys talk about mindset and give people guidance on that piece of it? Hmm.
0: Mindset as in just like your fitness or what?
3: I like to talk about all of these topics across the board, but yes, fitness. uh, Yeah, fitness.
0: Well, I mean, I guess mindset for me is that, I guess it starts off when I I think if you were to say, all right, mindset, my mindset is what I said earlier. I want to be the example. I want to be the inspiration. Mm -hmm. Almost similar to what you you talk about. Uh, that's sort of why I feel like I do try and show up and do these tough things that I truly do. I love cycling. No, but like I'm doing it to get uncomfortable and hopefully maybe inspire others a Mm -hmm. little bit, you know, and I think it's good for me and it, but I, I, where that goes to mindset is like, uh, I don't know. I I don't want to just settle and be like, Oh, I just want to go to the gym and just stay in my box, my bodybuilding box. Like, I don't know. I just want to start doing tough shit and yeah. hopefully that bleeds into other things for other people and not only that, but gives me more experiences to where I do maybe have that like one person that notices me doing something different or I don't know. That
1: I definitely think it's like the why behind it, you know, like why are you why do you want to do oh, that? Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. like because if you it's like a half assed thing like where you don't actually want to do it, then you're probably not gonna Yeah, you know, into it.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, well, I guess with the cycling, maybe I do want to do it because I've been doing it a lot. But uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I do... But I, you
1: have like an end goal of what yeah, you want yeah, to do. Yeah, no, it's, so a, like, it's a big goal yeah, for it. And that's something that you want to do. Yeah. That, that is
0: it. And I will say, you know, not to talk all about the cycling, it's for lifting too, lifting a heavy-ass lift or a deadlift or squat that like, oh, shit, man, this is it. I know it's going to hurt. It's going to take a lot of effort. It's probably going to kill me, mm-hmm. not literally, but like on the inside, just kill my soul. But you you never regret like... After you do something like that, whether it's the long run, the long ride, or that heavy lift, like, and you do it, and you're like, damn, I'm so glad I did that. Like, man, I feel like a killer now. I could walk through that wall, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's where, I don't know, that that type of stuff keeps me coming back and, yeah. like, only brings my, I guess, mindset and sort of, uh, I don't know, just way, way that I try and do most things is, is with that intent. Like, yeah. to, all right, let's get uncomfortable. Let's try and, I don't know be an example yeah I don't know mindset
2: I, I guess my, I've got examples from work like about being like, having a positive open mindset because I don't I don't talk to a lot of people in the gym anymore I hardly lift anymore I'm trying to get back into it I really have been a lot better except for this week I I started working nights again so I only went once but that's another story um but at work like working around like some, I do a lot of dumb shit sometimes at work like I don't know who the hell engineers this this job or whatever like you know goes and looks at it looks at the job over and then says hey we can get it done like all you got to do is this and that so we show up and it's a clusterfuck a lot of times and work working with some guys they're like oh man hey don't worry about it like they're they're super positive open mindset they're like oh sorry will we'll, like it might it might be a pain in the ass but like yeah we, we got it like we'll figure it out and then you got some guys who walk up immediately negative as fuck Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it just, it's contagious either way. So mm-hmm. then it, like, you, you, then you got, then it changes. If you start thinking that way, it's just that how that whole procedure yeah. goes. And it's like, domino
1: effect.
2: it's, it's crazy how much more, how much, how much better it feels working with somebody who's got an open, positive mindset. Yep. And yeah. And it's like, um, it, that's, that's what popped into my head about the, mm-hmm. the mindset thing. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's really, um, it's important. I
3: think that, that's why a lot of people say, you know pick your circle or make sure your circle is it's a variety of like who you want to be and who supported you right like along the way because it's such it's an impactful thing to be around mm-hmm. certain people who have that yeah. kind of outlook right like people who are just so stuck where they are yeah mm-hmm. and don't really strive to go anywhere else and always looking for the easy way out mm-hmm. or the quick fix it makes it really hard on us, the ones of us that are always open minded and really looking for the positive and the lesson and everything, right? We could go through hell and I bet all of us right here would be like, What's the lesson in this? Mm-hmm. What can I get out of this to use to better me going forward? Right. That's the mindset piece I was talking about when I'm in the gym or at work or traveling or anything. I always look at it as what am I what am I gonna do in the gym or here that's gonna make me a better person? Mm-hmm. What am I capable of? Right? And like when I do go lift heavier, I'm like, huh. I was capable of that. Yeah. Like it just hypes you up, right? Oh, yeah. When you're around people who just aren't out for that, it really does. It, it, can, it, bring it, it yeah.
2: can bring you down. Yeah, It sucks you down. into their, you Yeah, know, their I their negative, negative bullshit. Well, now
0: that, you know, Jake mentioned that and stuff like the, the slogan, keep moving forward. That's something that I, I would say a lot to myself when I was doing, <laughs> you know, it started off with me going through a transformation contest and I was like, damn, I don't feel like doing this cardio. Cause I was, had six weeks to lose as much weight as I could. So every day, whether it was, 5 p.m. or 9 p.m. or 10, I'd be like, all right, I gotta get, I gotta do my 30 minutes of cardio. I got mm-hmm. to, like, because if not, it's that six weekends, I'm gonna look back and regret, like, oh shit, I didn't do that cardio that whole week because it was late. So that's what I was like, all right, I get on the bike and it would only be like 10 minutes in. I knew I had to do 30 minutes. It's like, all right, just keep pedaling, keep moving, keep moving. And then it was right. it evolved into, you know, just everything else, you know, um, and relating to like, why the hell am I sort of riding that 100 miles? I'm doing it because I said I was going to do it and I don't even know if I can do it. I, but yeah. like, for real. I, like, love that. I love that. Like even Sarah, Sarah, I mean, you, you can ask her. I was like, what the, what are you, what the fuck are you saying to me? She told me earlier, she was like, I don't think she'd do it. She's like, are you ready? of so, right. so Sarah. Yeah. So and Sarah. I was like, are you, are you talking to me right now? <laughs> I said, I'll see you when I get yeah, back. Like, and that's we it was in our living room probably yeah. an hour before I came over here. She was like, yeah, you shouldn't go. You shouldn't do it. I was like, all right, well.
1: Doesn't that just fuel you? It's though? motivation. Like well, yeah.
0: I mean, I know her, but like yeah. if somebody else would say that to me, I'm going <laughs> to let you eat, your, eat yeah. those words, you know? You know
1: right, right, right in your car next to me. Yeah.
0: But I, and it's like, I don't know, stuff like that. And it, I haven't always been like that. Um, I think it's just lately realizing that maybe it's a, it can come to a saying of like, just Tired of being, can't be a pussy all your life. You know, just doing tough stuff, and that's for example. I just randomly one day I was like, i right, I'm gonna ride 100 miles. Yeah, something tough, something dumb. Who knows what I'll get out of it? I, I think I'm gonna figure out a lot during that ride yeah. of being like, what am I made of?
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: gonna test me. I'm gonna, I, I even with the shorter rides, sometimes I, I have those inner dialogues or those inner talks where I'm like, "Fuck,
3: dude, yeah. fuck." Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But then when I finish it, I'm like, "Dude." You're you fucking, get to know yourself a, a, lot a lot better, don't you? <laughs> you're a fucking beast, first yeah. off. You know, whether or not... I'm sure there's 80-year-olds doing 30, 40-mile rides, but, like, you just feel like, you know, and internally... I don't know. that That's my... I guess... I don't know how that relates to mindset a little bit, but that, that is how I've been attacking some things lately, is, like, you know, jumping into shit that I don't know how to do. You know, I... I For example i did the airbnb with my mom i've never owned a property that's my first property i've ever owned you know and Mm -hmm. just jumped into that didn't know what the hell i was doing with literally zero money almost and just a ton of sweat equity you know just finishing what i say i'm gonna do pretty much
1: yeah impressive i think too like fear can stop so much and like once you like for a lot of situations i feel like if you're if you're scared to do something and you do it after you do it you're like why was I so yeah yeah. And like, but it is, it's that fear. Like, we were talked last podcast, like the fear of walking into a new gym sometimes and like not, not even like you're scared, but like it's intimidating sometimes. And like that alone will stop somebody from doing it. And then, but if you do it, And then you realize that was nobody's paying attention to me. I'm fine. Like I could have done this (coughs) months ago, years ago. Like, why didn't I just do it? And, but I do think like fear can be that big. Like I'm not, I'm not going to quit my job and get something new that I know will make me happy because this is steady money that I know I can make. And I'm just going to do it. Even if you are stuck and you hate it and you hate your boss and you hate whatever, but like change is is really hard.
0: Yeah. Can you also say like, I feel like, you know, I'm sure all of us have, had some instance where it's happened but like do you ever feel like i'm gonna i guess profess this a little bit is like when your back's against the wall shit could be hitting the fan like literally Mm -hmm. you're gonna figure a way out like i was just about to say you're gonna figure a way out like whether switching like finding a new career yeah you'll figure it out us trying to figure out gym flow we're gonna figure it out you know mm-hmm. us trying to do whatever the hell we do yeah. it's like
1: have a baby you're gonna figure it out <laughs> i mean dead seriously like yeah you could,
0: you're unless you're just a quitter like i
1: literally told jake when we found
3: out that we were pregnant i was like we're gonna figure it out yeah it's be fine i was actually gonna say you said fear can hold you back like those little pieces of fear right yeah but if we look back on your life, mm-hmm. when you were scared of something before you did it too, yeah. every time you did do it though, didn't it always work out? Like yeah. it always works out. It always works out. It always works out. Yeah. There's always something on the other side. Yeah. We always make the best of it. Right? Right.
0: And you just keep showing up, you know? Like, keep showing up. Like you just, you can't, I mean, it's, it's cliche, but like you can't lose if you don't, you don't quit, yeah. you know? Like,
1: Mm-mm. right,
0: right, right. I uh, no matter what position, whether you're at the very bottom or the very top, as long as you just don't stop, you're going to eventually make it like, you know, this
1: new job could make like, it could make you really happy. But if you don't ever try, you know, you know, for sure you will still hate your job the next day. If you stay in it, you could be so happy starting next Monday at a new job and be so happy with it. But like, it is so scary to do something like that. And I, I do understand like the holdback. Like I know some people stay in careers that they hate for decades that's and a big then, fear. You know. you know, it's like changing a career is wild. Like <laughs> yeah. I've done it before. And now I and now like being a stay at home mom like is crazy. And like now I'm trying to draw at home and like raise a kid and now we think about like okay, well, daycare and I was like, our kid isn't vaccinated, so she's not gonna be able to oh, okay. go into daycare. Yeah. So now we gotta figure that out. And I'm like, Am I gonna be a stay at home mom for the rest of my life? Which uh, I don't I wouldn't like, I wouldn't care. mind, yeah. but like it is something to like I don't want to get stuck, like you said. Like I do want to do things, and like, but you're so
0: already I'm- thinking about it, so that's oh, like yeah, step one, right? Oh, like most yeah. people, are like I guess this is what I got. Yep,
3: you're right. already creating I know. Like, yeah, yeah. these yeah. options in your head, and you know what's beautiful? You keep saying like career and jobs, and I do think that obviously in our society, most people are, are working a J-O-B. I right. call it a because somebody had told me once, it's just over broke. Yeah, um, <laughs> just over broke, but <laughs> barely getting there. Yeah. So how cool is it though, guys, that you don't need a job? You can do your own business Mm -hmm. Um, and in the world that we're in now with technology and social media, it can actually be a lot easier to do the things that we love doing and make money off of it. Mm -hmm. Just be creative. Yeah. So you have to add value. Right. I think if you can add value in any of these areas, people will pay for it. Our world needs more good information. Right. On fitness, health, nutrition, mindset. We need artsy people. We need creators. We like we need that, especially yeah. more than ever now because of what happened with the pandemic, right? Right. So we don't, like, you don't need the job. You just have it right now. And it's so funny when people are like, oh, well, I do need my job because it, it's it's security. No, it's not. You can get fired tomorrow. Yeah. Honestly, now you've given your power and your control to someone else's yeah. dream. You could lose that tomorrow. There's yeah. no security in that. Oh, but I have benefits. You could also pay for your own health insurance and have it under your own... You know, like there are other options. I just don't think we talk about it because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think... It wasn't taught growing up either. No.
0: Yeah. And a lot of people, I'm sure y'all might have friends that are around you, especially like that late 20s, early 30s, you know, just overspend. And then they're stuck. They're like leveraged against their job. They can never even get out of it. They don't even have the chance to get out of it because they have too many bills or credit cards or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're living way above their means. And uh, I think that isn't probably spoken enough to... I don't well, I mean, shit. I taught, I talk to somehow I'm still shit. able to get shit done. Like.
1: Well, I talked to my stepdad about it, and I remember even talking to him when I was going into college, and he was like, "It you, you all are growing up in a shit time. When I was growing up, I was – I mean, he had graduated college and bought a home. Like, that is unheard of now. Like, being 18, 19, 20, or whatever, and, like, pe- people owning homes was just, like – Not that's not something that really people do these days. And he was like, it was everything was way more affordable back when he was growing up and coming up and becoming an adult and starting a family. Like nowadays, it's just hard. Like so many people that are our parents' age that have kids, like (laughs) are still supporting their children, and like it's sad, but it's so like I don't know. Like I don't want to raise recent a world where like it's. Hard for her to like even you know do the simple things as like buying a home which should be something that people would is are able to do like to give yourself shelter i feel like is should be something that's affordable but yeah it's just i mean even my apartment i was paying like 1700 dollars a month for one bedroom
0: that is wild yeah you know that's crazy a house that's less right than
1: that's more than a mortgage way yeah. more than a mortgage yeah. should yeah. be I, I or is yeah i saw
3: something that said 2002's median salary was forty two thousand something 2020s median salary was fifty four thousand something. 2002s median house cost mortgage was one ninety eight something, and then
0: 2020s four seventy five. Sure. Holy shit!
3: Yeah, so we definitely have had a... yeah, but that's the thing is
1: like the salary difference isn't keeping up with it, no. and yeah. it's hard. So I mean, I'd have to make it in the blender. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You can make it on, on the rocks.
0: Yeah, get you one. Yeah. Go ahead. All
1: right, Thanks. all right, all right, okay. Um, but yeah, it's just not as easy, I guess. These yeah. Days. Keep using these words easy and hard,
3: and I'm catching on to it. I know, I know, I we know. We gotta like rewire our brains to go yeah it's not about being easy and hard it's-
1: but I mean imagine like my parents were like I bought our house for under two hundred thousand dollars and now they can sell it for over half a million dollars exactly. so
3: it's wild that's what I was gonna say opportunity is always there yeah it just shifts are we looking for it yeah or are we just looking for it where it was right, right. like are you missing it because right. you're looking in only the place that you thought it was at mm-hmm. because it just shifts sometimes right and I think like what you're saying right now is like There's people who are definitely booming off of what's happened in our economy and other people who are struggling, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's opportunity everywhere. We just have to be willing to go get it. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, Yeah. some people are benefiting. And also, who says you have to buy a house? Let's get really uncomfortable, right? Like, who says you have to, like, go to college, buy a house, get married, have kids? (laughs) Society.
0: True. Ah! I mean, I, I, for the longest time, and Sarah had more push on this house that we just purchased than me. I was like, I'm cool with renting for forever as, or indefinitely at least, and only buying properties if we rent them, mm. you know, that's because we could just get these houses to pay our rent or, you know, a couple or whatever, figure out a way to get stuff to just pay our own bills so we can just pocket whatever we make at least, you know, or at least yeah. save it, put it into other stuff. Um, but she was adamant on getting a house, but also, you know, the moment we got married, speaking of other societal norms, it's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, what are we having a kid now?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the, oh, no, step. the Mary, biggest. When, when <laughs> are, g- are, are you
0: all having kids? Not only, or not just from the grandparents, but everybody around you. Oh, yeah. when are you all having those well, kid? Well, then you have do one. do you all need a kid. When are you having another? When are you? Oh, we get that, that all the time. Like, so, hey, when are you going to take care of that motherfucker uh, for uh, me uh, or pay yeah. for it?
1: Yeah, you buying? You paying for all this? You going to come in the middle of the night when she's screaming? Okay,
3: you guys <laughs> should. uh You'd be shocked. Some of the questions I've got uh when I I say my husband and I've chosen not to have kids, they just which is unreal they should do anybody nieces and nephews yeah Yeah. i mean he never he never wanted to have
1: kids he's still like i don't know (laughs) it's
2: (laughs) It's it's gonna
0: gonna need a long talk yeah it's gonna need a long talk
1: no i get it and like growing up i always wanted to have like so many kids so many kids and then like we had reese and she is so great but and then we're always like well she's she's real good like i don't think we really need to do it anymore (laughs) you know but like and i Some people want to have seven children. Some people want to have, some people don't want to have any and that's okay. Like that is completely fine. Yeah. I mean, like we're envious. We're over here watching Peggy travel all over yeah. place. I'm like, dang, I got a kid. I don't know. Like, somebody gonna watch you her? and your kid. <laughs> yeah. is,
3: y'all are welcome on my trip. Yeah, <laughs> we're actually, when we travel, she's a great a, sleeper. So. <laughs> when we travel in a couple weeks, we go with some friends who have taken her daughter, their daughter, since she, she was super little. Yeah, Like yeah, yeah. On these trips with them. So. I know.
1: And then now, now people are like, you can travel with a toddler. It is you yeah, are fully you on, capable of doing that. And I'm like, I know. Yeah, you're right. I could.
0: Yeah. I yeah. think it's the type and like y'all. Like we had in the last episode y'all are like I think y'all would be more adequate or like efficient with traveling with a yeah a baby or a young youngster compared to most people mm-hmm. I don't know because of the laid back and just like I don't know. It's yeah. just I feel like it'd be a good fit. Yeah. If y'all ever were able to do it. Yeah. I some can book your but like, hey, <laughs> we
1: could have somebody watch think, her. <laughs> her there, you <laughs> there you go. There you go. Grandma yeah. can watch her, and yeah, then yeah. yeah, that's the move. Yeah, actually, no have a vacation. to Reese, She's great, but yeah. you know, she'll have her time. Later. Yeah, <laughs> it is wild. Like going from being like by yourself, like n- you know, no responsibility other than taking care of your own self, and then all of a sudden you're like, dang, I gotta make sure I keep a kid alive. Like <laughs> I can't forget about her. You know, I yeah. can't just leave her at home it seems really risky which is why i have decided not yeah. to do it and like trust me because sometimes people are like well you're you definitely should have more and i'm like i don't understand how people do it like it's hard and we have a good one like i can't imagine having a bad one and like just continue your mom has five children yeah <laughs> like,
0: and, I I get, I, I can and y'all imagine. are all
1: different so i just can't even. i mean
0: the age range too it's like so i'm sure different.
1: yeah start like know. that's the thing like I feel like if we were to have another one, it would def. I would want it to be sooner rather than later because I don't want to have a five year old and then have to do it to all over. over again. <laughs> like that would just be oh man, yeah. you yeah, know. You have
0: to go. I don't know. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you can go go buy a you can go uh, buy a full grown one. Get you a sixteen seventeen year old one. Um,
1: my mom, yeah. my aunt, and my uncle were all adopted. Were they? So yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Speaking of foster homes, yeah. my mom and my uncle were both in foster homes, but they were. Little, my mom was a baby when she got adopted, and then I think my uncle went through like a few. But... Are we talking like pr-
3: through a private organization or through like no the idea? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, no idea. Yeah. My aunt was adopted straight out of the hospital,
3: um, but and that was probably through private, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but my grandfather was a minister, and my grandmother worked like started the YWCA in Lynchburg and like started all this, like supporting women and like letting them come in and like you know helping them so they were big my grandfather also had polio when he Damn. was six mm. so the left side of his body was like three years behind like, his stunted, right yeah. so he wasn't able to have children so like him and my grandmother always knew that they were going to adopt so they adopted three
0: my uh sarah's mom was adopted and this is just recently which is a cool topic that is coming around like that is mm-hmm. uh because it's an- intriguing the process she's going through but she's almost 60 I think like late 50s and uh, she's now finally trying to find her Oh, uh, biological cool. parents yeah. uh, because her foster parents have died have passed on in the past like three to five years and oh. now she's like you know what I want to see where I came from, what my heritage or culture was like or what whatever. And yeah. uh, she hired a, like a PI of some sort and found that she was like uh, given away through some Catholic uh, church type thing or foster home. Yeah. And uh, they've been writing each other back and forth. She found the mom. The, oh, the dad awesome. may have passed away. They're unsure. But yeah, the mom and it's, it's we get updates like every other couple of days of like how they've been communicating back and forth. It's, it's just wild. Cause there's so many questions that I have. It's like, man, why? And then we've sort of figured that out a little bit, but then also it's like, she, there's, there's other things, I guess, personal things that I, that nobody else would probably understand unless you had the whole concept, but it's just so many questions that I want to ask that Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to jump in and be like, man, what's, you know, how did it all go down? Blah, blah, blah. But Uh it's, it's wild that, uh, it happens a lot more than you think.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's why I like, and teach their own, but I feel like people should be adopting within our own country But like that it's so hard like it is so expensive and difficult and i mean time consuming to adopt within the united states but to go to a different country it's way easier yeah so that's what ends up happening and then all of these children don't get adopted here yeah um but my aunt did she reached out and found her biological mom and like she kind of like wrote to them for a little bit i think she like sent the kid like my cousin's like gifts and stuff or whatever I, my mom was like so against it she was like, my parents raised me like they are my parents yeah you know I was given up for a reason she was like i don't I don't really care um so they were two completely different mindsets which I respect both mm-hmm. but I think my mom did she was like I think I did I th- she like went through the system tried to find them and she pretty sure that she found her mom. Her dad and called the phone number and they got their voicemail. And they were like, hey, y'all, we ain't here right now. But if you want to. And oh, it was like, so my mom was like, I'm, I'm sorry, no. Like, never mind. She was like, I'm never. I'm, not, I'm dead. I'm OK. Yeah. Which is so. But like, I awesome. do think my grandparents were such okay. great people that like it made her be like, they're top notch. Like, I don't really want yeah. to find out. Like, regardless, like, it wasn't the right situation for them to keep me. And I god bless with these people so you know but i do i think it is cool to like maybe find some lineage, like heritage yeah, stuff and like she, you, know, you know anything, anything know?
0: about her like yeah. genetic history right. you know risks cancers of that yeah. run right. the yeah. family
1: yeah um
0: no. i guess short story about hers is that you know i think in catholic i don't know religions that well mm-hmm. but like catholic she had gotten pregnant when she was 16 mm-hmm. and the parents and the church made her give it away yeah. um so yeah that's, that's, that's the way Catholicism is
3: like hardcore oh, geez. especially back then yeah that's The problem my brother and I have though, like now that he's having kids, we always talked about like we don't know much about our family history. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the scary piece about it, but it's almost kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. like I'm me. creating, like your own book. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, creating, you're, the, you're the first, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, that is cool. And my story, like through the foster care system and all that, like I didn't tell a lot of people, one, it's just uncomfortable and it's like really deep and sad and all the things, but. Two, it was like, I didn't want it to be a part of my identity. I had created, like, so much more out of myself. Yeah. I mean, I had, but you're
0: not playing it as a victim, though.
3: No, but, like, I had people... Some people would. A, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Which is why
1: she's a 2%. 2%, <laughs> 2% yeah. Two percent. Right. Tat-
3: yeah. tat- tattoo on your neck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's so, like... I didn't want it to be a part of my identity for so long. Identity, yeah. You know, and when I was at that retreat last year, that was, like, something that came up, and they were like, just because you, like the point of what happened to you isn't supposed to be a part of your identity. It's just supposed to be part of your purpose. And yeah. so I went through that CASA program. It's the yeah. court court appointed special advocates program. I graduated. And so now I am legally allowed to advocate for kids or children in situations that I basically was in when I was little. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's what, fun that, by what does home that mean? Yeah. Like
0: advocate, like you're going to court for them. So or?
3: go into the home, like kids that are placed in homes, um, I would go into the home and make sure that they're in a healthy environment. And if they're not, then I would do of, a coordinator. Yeah. Oh, for that. Gotcha. A lot of foster that's homes cool. are
0: just
1: not Well, okay. so
3: that's why I was asking earlier, the difference between, like, private and state or, organ- yeah. or government kind so, of related. Oh, well, if there's <laughs> a way to... in it,
1: then just, I feel like a lot of
2: people would be in it for the money.
3: Right. So the, like, first home my brother and I were in, that's what it was. The individuals that had us really just got a check from the government to keep us. Yeah. And they didn't take care <clears throat> take care of us. Um, My brother... It was weird. the The lady who had custody of us, she had diabetes, and so eventually she lost like her eyesight. Oh, and so, shit. like, we would bathe her and like feed oh. her. And strange, strange stuff, y'all. Austin would not do it. She would pick the one of one of two of us every day Who's to be washing...
0: like... I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, my brother mainly did
3: it. My brother oh, mainly did that's it. So sweet. Because he's four years older than me, right? So. But like she would pick one of the two of us to be like her favorites for the day, or like her favorite for the day, and then the other one would get put in charge of scratching her back.
0: <laughs> back duty. And yeah, doing hungry. all the yeah. things
3: for her. And so <laughs> and I'm not kidding you guys, like I'm sorry sure I'm laughing. It, no, not, hey, I laugh it's about child it now abuse, too. But It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I laugh about it now up. too. Yeah. That is fucked. No, have y'all ever had something happen in your life and when you go to tell the story or you like, you go, like you know you lived it, but you're like, did is yeah, this real shit right like is this yeah. real shit <laughs> right yeah. yeah that's how i feel when i tell some yeah. of these stories but like so i like let's say i was in charge of scratching her back that day i'd scratch her back while she was like napping or sleeping and my brother would sneak out of the house and go like up the street four blocks where there was this little grocery store and get us food because she didn't feed us like so we would take turns and do that like to help each other and to survive and it what was, age was this I mean, our entire childhood. Sure. Uh, from the from when I was born, they already had custody of my brother, which thankfully I got put in the home, so we were together. And then at, like, age 11 for me, we got separated, which was really hard for me. Um, and then when my brother turned 18, I went to a couple different homes without him. When he turned 18, he got custody of me, which that says a lot about him, right? And I don't know exactly where he got all of this character from yeah. because we were both raised in such shitty environments but but maybe that's what it was though like yeah he... well
0: i couldn't imagine being 18 and be like, all right, well, we're, I'm going to take care of both I, of us yeah. Now. yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah.
2: but he didn't want to leave you behind. So. Well, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd at least get you out,
0: but I'm like, all right, well, what do we do from here? Yeah, I got I you out. I'm supposed to be responsible for you, but Damn. what do we do next? Nice. So he got a
3: two-bedroom <laughs> apartment. <Okay. Yeah. laughs> he helped me, like, because I was 14. Yeah. So within a couple years, he helped me get my first job, my first car. He helped me get my first apartment. I mean, he really was everything. Like, yeah. My, yeah. my brother, my best friend, my father figure, everything. And you know, um, I owe him a lot because I think he planted a lot of seeds um, that helped me get to where I am, no doubt. Like I, he gets a lot of that credit. Yeah. But I don't know exactly where he got it from. So I'm just proud of him. And and I am like, that is so
1: awesome that you do have him, you know, because like a lot of people come up through the system, they don't have a sibling or they get separated when they were really young and like they don't know each other or whatever. So that is like really awesome that you do have him. Like, And that he obviously is a great brother. Yeah. took care of you. I, he is. And,
0: hate, and not, I just feel like that story should be told a lot more. Which yeah. obviously you just told it now, but I feel like you don't need to be like blasting it. Whatever makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. But I think a lot of people would really be like, damn, I don't really have real problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right.
2: Like, My problems aren't. Yeah, shared. I think I should. Yeah. You know? I came up from a good home. And yeah, <laughs> I, still suck. I held back <laughs> on
3: telling that story for so many years. But you should. In the last couple of years, I've been a little more upfront about yeah. it. And there's yeah. some very. Extreme details that I feel like. Yeah. So back to the Casa program. Oh yeah. I did that because I felt like I had an advantage. If I go into these homes and I've been through this, I know it's a spot. Yeah. Because let me tell you, the people that are in charge of these kids that aren't treating them the way they should be treating them, they know how to cover shit up. Yeah. They know how to hide shit. Oh yeah. And, Do they have an,
0: a, like a warning that you're coming, or you just show up? Well, new?
3: so it just depends on the case and mm-hmm. what's what's kind of reported and things like that. But yeah, legally we do have to, and but I can go to the schools where the kids are and, and chat with them there, which and stuff is, that's like that. really good. Yeah. I get Away all, from them. um permission for like medical records, school records, everything. Mm-hmm. I can talk to any of their counselors. I yeah. can. Yeah. I think it's nice too,
1: that luckily you are the way you are. Cause I feel like you're so approachable and like happy and positive. So like, cause if it was like this big mean yeah. person coming to like, how was your situation at your house? Like, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you're so like approachable. So I feel yeah. like it makes them feel more comfortable yeah. instantly.
3: Or I would, I would feel that way. But yeah, yeah. Me not having kids. It's like people, when people say things or question it or think I'm crazy, I'm like, there's just so many other ways I want to give. And when you guys were yeah. talking about like adoption and stuff, it's like, if when I'm 37 or 38 or something and I'm, you know, like, eager, like, say I changed my mind, or we, I've evolved, or something. I have the option to adopt and to right. do something yeah. amazing, always, always, and find so, great
0: purpose through that. Yeah, sure. it's
3: mm-hmm. not like decisions like that aren't just like, you know, permanent or like, yeah, make or break it. So, you oh, know, yeah, like I feel like there's options all the time. We just ignore them. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I feel like that's and just thinking deeper on like you being the advocate for these uh, foster homes or these children like just you being through it obviously you know like what to look for but like you probably know what to ask yeah. as well like that's probably even more important you know like what to truly because if you keep like hey is everything okay <laughs> yeah i mean they'll just be like, oh yeah it's good yeah. but like i don't know i'm sure you know like how to word things or like get into their head a little bit more than just somebody that's never been through that scenario or just somebody yeah. that's just getting paid a couple bucks to check in on these kids yeah. you know well i was
1: just like imagining like you walking up to <laughs> yeah. be like hey you hey, good you good <laughs> all right Peace. you eating yeah. all right cool you want you want a muffin or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: I, I, something i just you'd i don't know that's it's real cool that you're able to or that's a thing i, yeah. I would have never known
3: yeah. my vision is like if i can get deep enough in it is to actually help the ki- like the teenagers the 17 18 year olds that are coming out yeah because good just, god if i had had yeah i mean if i didn't have my brother right like yeah. but like if i had had some of the information i have today mm-hmm. like then i just i i feel like it could just life changing so, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. so that's my ultimate goal it would, would make be that two percent go way
1: and up.
0: these kids would not yeah. believe that they actually can do something yeah. you know oh i don't have a parent or a mom yeah. or dad or whatever i I'm not going to be able to do shit. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But then mm-hmm. they see your story yeah. or hear about that. They're like, "Damn, I actually can." Yeah, this something. could be my life. Yeah, yeah, or something. It's possible. You
3: know, yeah. Everybody that was involved in my life when I was a kid told me I was going to end up just like my mom—an alcoholic or an a- drug addict on the streets. I mean, that's literally what they were telling me. Like, I'm not kidding, guys. Yeah. Every day, I had someone like pounding that into my head. And so I am extremely fortunate. Again, don't know what the heck happened. Which is
1: wild. Like, why would you ever tell a child, like, you will never amount to anything? And this is, I mean, like, obviously it's an internal suffering. Whoever is saying it, like, they have their own issues. But, like, to tell anybody, let alone a kid, like, you're not going to be anything but an abusive, alcoholic, piece of crap that does a bunch of drugs and, like, you know, can't go anywhere in life. That's wild. It's crazy that that is real life, you know?
3: Yeah,
1: it makes you feel like way fortunate for you know when you don't grow up like that, you know. Like, well, and
3: looking at my life today, I think that's where a lot of like my motivation comes a chip from because on the shoulder, I've done something, something man. Yeah. yeah, I have. I mean, I want to do a lot more. Let's right. get it. Let's yeah. you know, get yeah. yeah. But yeah. damn, yeah. like all those people, it's a good ass feeling to be like, mm, yeah, no, I'm not my mom. Yeah. However, my mom did have some badass work ethic when she was sober. So yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. I it had to like, been
0: something yeah. there, you yeah. know.
3: Mm-hmm yeah so I I'm excited I think that's like the connective piece to fitness health and all that other stuff it's like when I do go to the gym and I actually prove to myself it's again that relationship you're building with yourself right like I I know I can yeah like I know I can like you start to really honestly build that relationship with yourself where like nothing else matters and then all of the influence and all of the bullshit Outside, like none of that can stop mm-hmm. you. You start to take back your power and your control. Yeah. For you sure. know, like it's a pretty badass feeling. Yeah. For sure.
1: I'm Talk it. about um <laughs> I'm Talking about kids and work ethic. We went to Field Day today with for your niece's um oh, yeah. Field Day. Yeah. Back in the day, Field Day was like <laughs> Competition, like you, yeah, like who kickball. can do, yeah. It's, it was like a kickball tournament, but like everything, like, like water balloon toss. Oh the, yeah, that too.
0: The, egg. 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 the egg, and the
2: ladle.
0: Yeah, and, and
1: like, the you th- like you win th- Like you th-
0: win. Th- it was competition th- for sure. It's not th- it today. They have they had water
1: bottles and they were squirting. They were running around squirting other kids with them. That was what they were doing at one of the things. They had different stations, and one of the stations
2: we were at, they were just like it, th- it th- was a station where they just sprayed each other with water bottles. Yeah. Uh, there, w- there was a station where they threw a baseball or softball as far as they could, but you still didn't get, like, you didn't win. No winning. No no, no trophies, no, no nothing. No winning. Yeah. Everyone's a winner there. Yeah.
0: Nah. And all violent? kinds of shit. Yeah.
3: I think we're going to have a lot of work to do with the up and coming yes. as far as, like, putting in the effort. and yeah. Because this whole, like.
0: And it's not even, like, that age. It's, like, the, like yeah. the 10 years even above that probably. Like, the, like, 12, 14, 15-year-olds. You know, are probably still in that same, brought up around that same. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not much younger than y'all. Well no, I'm older than you. Shit. Back down. I mean there's definitely competition. Yeah. And with everything you didn't even like on oh recess, gosh. you were doing some com- competitive shit. Uh, yeah. Four square. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it wasn't I mean, even a competition. wasn't just yeah, it was everything was a competition. Usually. I still
3: like healthy competition. You better if you got if you curl in thirty fives, I'm going yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. Peggy could be a part of the competition thing
1: that we were talking yes, about. Can. We'll have to tell her about that. Yeah.
0: What to Isn't tell it. you, but uh, I think it was great having you on this show, uh, Peggy, and hearing that story because I think it needs to be told a lot more than you think.
1: Yeah, for
0: sure. And I wanted to finish this show off uh, with a cool little twist mm-hmm. that I haven't done in a while. We're uh, gonna play a little card game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so randomly, randomly, we don't know what these cards say or what the what the questions are. Don't flip I'm it. I'm not. Oh. So, this is Answer the Internet from Barstool Sports, and it's a card game called Questions as Fucked Up as You Are. <laughs> so, we're only going to flip one at a time, and everybody's going to give their answer. And uh, there's no really point to it. It's just seeing who has the most fucked up answer. Did y'all set me
3: up? I'm switching. I'm just uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Just randomly <laughs> <up. And> since, <laughs> since you're the special guest, Peggy, you're going first.
3: Oh, man. I'll
0: be Read it down. out loud.
3: Okay. Who would you want to represent you in a trial by combat?
1: Oh my gosh! Us? Because I'm definitely out. Definitely don't love her. You don't love me. Is it like she? She
2: cried when she stepped on a (laughs) toy (laughs) today.
1: You need to stop telling my secrets, okay? (laughs) <laughs> I cried. first of all i cried quietly in the corner in the kitchen and he didn't even Were you see shut me. up
2: <laughs> yeah. she stepped on one of the baby toys and i heard sniffling and i was like are you all right And she, just like... she hardly
1: all, it <laughs> was a combination i'd had, had it okay she was crying at me i was trying to it clean anyway it was a big thing
0: crying. well Sorry. who who would you uh who do you think you pick? in? this doesn't have to be anybody in the room it could be anybody in the world
3: I can't remember that game, that, like, Nintendo game you would play where they would do fighting.
0: Oh, uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> who was the girl
3: in, like, the red dress? I was she, was, I was, no was idea. she
0: redhead? No. Redhead,
3: maybe. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, the that was the first thing that came to my head was somebody off of Mortal Kombat because I used to kick some ass in that with <laughs> my I brother. I remember that on Sega. Yeah. Yeah, I love Sega. that shit. But, I, don't
0: know, I don't know who I'd pick. Pro- I, don't, I don't even know who I'd want. You know, there's so many options that are popping up in my head. I guess... What's that guy? Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, and, John, yeah. John Wick. Matrix? John Wick. John no. John, no, John Wick. Wick. Well, I, do, I Actually, I'd take him too. <laughs> either one. Whatever yeah. he's feeling. <laughs> yeah. If he's he, feeling he Matrix. His own yeah. Like, wow. Well, yeah. No. I've seen. I've yeah. seen that. I was.
2: But, I think I was gonna go with John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> damn. Yeah, he's good too. But he he ain't shooting up no guns. No. No. I mean.
1: Um. Hit him with the splits. I think I would pick Chuck Liddell. Bye. I used to be really into UFC back in the day, and Chuck Liddell was my favorite fighter. Chuck Liddell is. He's, he's a Iceman. savage. Yeah, I would pick him. Savage. We just watched a movie and he was in it too. And I can't remember I what was it was. Entourage. Entourage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's been forever since I've seen that. That's yeah. so good. I heard uh, they're bringing it back. I, heard are they? They're gonna, I thought they were gonna be we just scene. I think. I don't know if you have ever like seen it all the way I, through, but I have multiple times because I love that show so much. But yeah. yeah, I think I would pick Chuck Liddell
0: Good pick. All right, thanks. All right. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Oh god. Would you so this is pull the internet? by the way. Mm-hmm. Would you switch your penis size with your foot size?
3: That's a good one. <laughs> well, uh, Would you
0: switch your penis size with your foot size? Of course. Girth and all. Fucking.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't, do you want, No woman But looking down at that, I mean. Your shorts, yeah, you have to short, get I, special.
0: How long is your foot? Let's see it. Let's see it. <laughs> You're, you're I got the, uh,
2: it's a 12, it's a 12 foot. I don't know Damn, if that's so inches. I, I wear like a 10 and a half, man. Oh, yeah, 10 half. i mean, <laughs> so, so, still, still bigger than what I I'm
0: But I don't know if I want it for life though. It'd probably be a curse. I think it'd be cool for like, yeah.
2: Like, Sarah give me like...
3: would die. <laughs> she would never have sex. You will die. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Look, I like, said it right.
0: 59% of Barstool readers said, said yes. I
3: know. I just want to know what's up with guys wanting that kind yeah. of size well, penis. Well, I just want, like, want to look
0: down. I mean, hey, just for a little bit. Have, have, well, have you seen like I, what I'm now? definitely have not going to cycle I'd have to have its own bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bag off the side. <laughs> no, I feel like you have to uh, flap it up. Yeah, well, I'd just tuck it up in my, like, a roll. Oh, my gosh.
3: Yeah. Right. are you not gonna answer the question i mean i think well i mean yeah, I,
2: I, I thought i thought we weren't i thought we i mean i think it like i said it'd be cool for like a trial a yeah. trial run cool a week I'm seven out. day period i mean, like, had this fucking hog, I'd just pull out and like hey. I, I would you know i would, mean, I would wear i would listen, show everybody wait,
0: that's what i was about to say i would just be like yo check this out Yeah. Look,
2: hey, look. and i'd whip it up Whoop. Just throw it on the table everywhere I go.
0: It'd be a party trick.
2: It'd be like, <laughs> it's okay. <seconds. laughs> yeah, seconds. They're gonna see it in jail too. <laughs> Everybody, check this out. You're like, yo, that
0: dude, don't mess with them, man. Yeah.
2: Anyways, oh so yeah, that, that's my answer. <laughs> okay. Um, here we go. Can I you can read? read this? I can try. Which is a cockier thing to say? You never outkick your coverage, or you always outkick your coverage. I
1: uh, don't get
0: it. What's what's what? coverage? First off, like football.
2: I guess so, yeah. Which is which is a cockier thing to say. Should you never it? outkick your coverage, or you always outkick your coverage. I don't know. I don't know. That's a
0: that's a do bad we have one. a yeah, replacement yeah. card? Okay, well, Hallie, you go to yours. We'll come okay. back to it. Sixty-two percent always
2: said always.
1: This one's not very good either. All right,
2: coming at
0: you, Okay. This. I mean, I'll Jake, say it. Jake picked them. Uh-huh. I picked this
1: cards one's. I how either. would you rank the four major sports playoffs? That's stupid. No. Okay. Never. Jake. Anyway, go.
2: Yeah. Oh. all right let's see this one's not
1: be
2: would you would you rather have a girl who talked a lot during sex or a girl who was completely silent during it
3: Ooh, good question that is a good question
2: i am gonna go with a girl who t- talked a lot <laughs>
3: yeah i would agree
1: with that because uh,
2: <laughs> si- silence is weird like giving her giving her your best
0: moves and there's yeah, not, not a peep
2: yeah you know <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> uh no, I'm gonna need uh the talking but I don't need conversation though either though. I don't need to be like hey He'd be
1: like how was your off? day. Yeah, what's, what's you, uh, what you What are happened? we talking about during sex? Was... You know
2: you know how you can quiet her down. <laughs> hey, that twelve that size twelve <laughs> that penis.
1: penis. Yeah, if you never want her to speak again, do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just kill her. I'm assuming those questions you guys are the only ones that can answer, but um pull the internet. Would you rather a leave a date with a hot chick for 10 minutes to take a shit or (laughs) b hold it in and hope for the best all right (laughs) i feel like this is also just for boys to answer but but i mean
2: you can answer if
0: you're going with a hot dude Dude.
1: hot dude yeah
0: so you're leaving him or her to go take a dump
1: or i'm leaving yeah
0: for 10 minutes
1: yeah, I'm no i went a, a date with a hot chick
0: <laughs> <date>. yeah <laughs>
2: when they're sweating it out
0: <laughs> yeah, a swamp ass that's very uncomfortable
1: <laughs> like i feel like if i can't trust my date just for 10 minutes like uh. but then
0: also i think the the, well, the second is. question that comes in for yeah. me is well, it no, at no, their, no, their no, house or is it out and about
2: <laughs> i mean you leave somebody on a date for 10 minutes they're like what?
0: But you have a good way of being able to like claim that you didn't go take a dump for ten minutes if you was out. But, oh, I ran into so and so at the bar, you know, or whatever. But it's at their house. I mean, I feel just... like
1: the first time I went to Jake's house, he definitely probably left me to take a shit for ten minutes. Damn. You know. Yeah. He probably told he probably... me though. He probably yeah. was probably like, "I really gotta go take a shit." <laughs> like.
2: <laughs> I lived in a shed that was like five hundred square foot. And you could hear everything in that house. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, it was no hiding
0: it. Yeah. Hey, by no the way, in. put some ear no on. Face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No
1: fan in there. Just... I really feel like I. would I would be fine leaving. All right. You know? That's good. I already said I'm taking a (laughs) shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You gotta go. You gotta go. Just be honest. I'm much faster than 10 minutes, though. I know. 10
3: minutes. Damn.
0: Damn. We've got them guts hurting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, hopefully you enjoy this episode. You (laughs)
1: didn't answer.
0: I said no. I thought I said uh, it depends on if it's the house, but yes, I'm gonna leave. I'm leaving. I don't know. I mean, it depends on how bad my stomach hurts. (laughs) I mean, if it's, I don't know. If it's at the house and it's like first date, probably not. But if it's out and about, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going. But I don't want to like
2: blow up the yeah, house. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think if I got a shit that bad, then I got to shit. It, it. And we're, I'm go, like, hey, we're going.
0: I'll, and I'll yeah. see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Mom just called. I gotta go. Oh, you got questions?
1: <laughs> I got a couple of questions. Yeah, but what's up? They're, they're, they don't really. Oh, it's from Carol. Oh. God. You met Carol um she said when are you moving to lynchburg which because she's like been trying to you yeah i've been i was born and raised in lynchburg and i left nine years ago to i moved to richmond and she like has been holding this against me ever since because i when i lived in lynchburg right before i moved i was planning on moving in with her like we had talked about it we never like found any place and then i moved and left her for nine years so um we're not moving to Lynchburg, at least anytime in the near future, because we are actually looking to build a home. Um, and then she also <laughs> I told Jake this question to prepare him, but she said, when is Jake proposing, and am I going to be the matron of honor? Hmm. I did have that same question
3: oh, <laughs> when you were proposing.
2: <laughs> Go, Go do on. it live. We're doing it live. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, the the, the – who knows what's in the future? You're on, <laughs> I don't know what the future holds. You're still on probation. Still bro. working on my dream.
1: Jesus yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not to marry me, so... Yeah, it better be.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh,
1: you got real red on that one. I tell him all the time, I'm like, you blessed. you lucky to have me. Mm. Remember that. Um,
0: luckiest
2: Luck. man
1: alive. Yeah.
0: Piece of shit. <laughs> Ain't nobody like you. <laughs> You'll never get anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Well, I'm glad Carol... Yeah. Charmed in. No yeah, she did. I did get a question, but it's kind of dumb. Which it, it kind of is, but like on the topic of dumping. <laughs> dumping. B- bidet or, or smeared. Uh, he said he, he worded it as dirty ass. Bidet or dirty was ass. Was it
1: Griffin?
3: Bidet. Yeah. Bidet, yeah. Was it Griffin? No, it was question? Brock. <laughs>
0: I never used a bidet until I met Brock. Oh, right.
2: have one I remember
3: UGA. you guys talking
0: about KJ this on the podcast. I never Iron it. It. Oh, Never used it? I did. No, I, every time I heard after it they is put great. it in every time. No, it's great. It really I heard it's great. Your ass. It's really oh, great. <laughs> Brock put that in? Brock put them. In. Oh, he I put them in the I female. We there. No, he put them in the female and males. The females yeah. and he he noticed the females never used the bidet. I don't know if that's like a thing.
1: I mean, I just it's not I, my grandfather had a bidet like a separate one like though not like an bidet. attachment but like it was they had a toilet and a bidet right next like to that. it i
0: like the american bidet where all it's the yeah. toilet all in one and
1: i never understood what it was growing up until i got older and i was like what in the until
0: world until you hit it it's a different it's yeah, a different ride now i wish i tried it it's <laughs> a different ride <laughs> Man.
1: i feel like i would definitely try it i would be up for it if it really i mean did a good job
0: oh it does save you on
1: some toilet paper that
0: too you didn't need much just pretty much to pat down dry, dry up, dry up. <laughs> there was Maybe TMI. The ones that Iron built, I don't know if it's because it was like industrial warehouse, the water pressure. If you hit it full blast, you might cut a new hole in there.
3: That's I scary. would be scared about it. It was that. like a yeah. laser.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was nice. It was nice. If you dialed it in just yeah. right, a little finesse, oh you would get God. it right.
1: Yeah. You I also just lot. don't like the other option. So I would pick the day.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm. I think I might get one for the house. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's been a while. He misses it. if we if we go if if i get one yeah. we can go and uh i think they have like a package one i think it's called tushy oh, yeah. is the brand okay i can refer you you get i get 20 bucks or something or 20 i don't know 20 percent so, off so like we all go in on Tushies, right. we can save up bulk I'm deal down.
1: i have two toilets so
0: yeah This, <laughs> should... <laughs> yeah, this should... all right we ended on a weird right, yeah, this i'm this sorry it. all right guys well <laughs> if you if you got some type of entertainment or value out of it please share it let, let us know what you think in the comments below about yeah. some of these questions, what you would have picked. And uh, Peggy, thank you for coming out.
3: Thank you guys for having me. I of love course. You. Love you. <laughs> all right, guys.
0: We are out. See you all next time. Bye. Bye.